0: And Johnny On Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio.
1: Be honest, who busted out the G-string this past weekend, rocking the thong? It was really hot outside. Why are
2: you asking about our underwear status?
1: Well, because the internet seems to want to talk about this right now. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio, specifically because Ice-T's wife, Coco Austin, mm-hmm. getting slammed on social media right now for wearing what uh, some people who are upset online are calling an inappropriate G-string bikini to a public water park with her six-year-old daughter. It happened on Memorial Day oh. on the weekend. Oh, so, so you
2: mean like bathing suit in public, not like what are you wearing under your pants? No,
1: yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking outside. Right. In this case... Johnny,
2: who's out here wearing thongs? I'm like, I guess me <laughs> right now. Oh, are like, you?
1: <laughs> okay. Me too. But that's, I have that's so pants crazy. On, We're matching. That's so fun. Oh, um,
2: twinsies.
1: <laughs> in this case, it's a public water park. How do you feel about that? Like, someone's
2: mm. all,
1: all of that back is on display.
2: The reason I would worry about it is for sanitary reasons, yeah. not so much for um, showing too much skin reasons.
1: Is there much of a sanitary difference in wearing like a full butt? bikini bottom as opposed to a g-string though what's wrong with them cheeks I think, why would
2: that I, I don't know maybe it's a psychological thing yeah but i feel as if more booty matter can escape booty in matter. a g-string versus a full <laughs> well, bottom think... bikini bottom so if you're going down like slides and stuff yeah, okay you know maybe maybe have a little bit more coverage maybe cover just the crack
1: See, I didn't think about the booty matter. Uh, you can text us at 1093.9. <laughs> like you don't want to get pink eye.
2: You know what I'm right.
1: saying? Yeah, yeah. That's no, I, I totally get it. But it's also at a public water park. Hygiene, you know.
2: Yeah, how much hygiene is there? In the, yeah. They've got chemicals. I'm sure it's probably yeah, fine. But,
1: it's, but there's a constant battle being fought between the chemicals and urine anyway. So <laughs> it's... Uh, um, but some They've of, got other
2: things to focus on <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah.
1: she Those she, chemicals
2: are fighting hard. You know,
1: again, Coco Austin, Ice-T's wife, she's a model. She's, you know, she's looking great. She's beautiful. And uh, she doesn't care. She doesn't care what these people think, you know. Uh, but people online were saying... I got to ask, don't you ever feel like maybe a kid-friendly place, uh, a G-string is inappropriate? Just curious, you ever feel like that? It's disgusting that you think it's acceptable to wear around children. Girl, put some clothes on, SMH. Uh, so
2: I, I don't think we should teach kids to be ashamed of their bodies. Yeah. That's my two cents. I'm sure so. there are probably people who have a problem with this in terms of modesty perspective, uh-huh. but it's just anatomy.
1: So if this isn't an inappropriate place to wear a thong then what is like if that's all you're wearing where should you not be doing that have you ever experienced that where I would you've say seen someone don't wear
2: a thong to a wedding only a thong like don't wear a thong bikini <laughs> to your a wedding
0: because
2: you'll take away uh attention from the bride uh-huh. maybe don't wear a thong bikini to a funeral because you'll take attention away from what the if deceased. it's a- what if
1: it's a burial at sea
2: does yes, that I think the dress code can be thong bikini in that sense. Okay, good it would to be know. a little bit more appropriate. Good
1: to know. Candace here saw someone wearing a thong potentially somewhere they shouldn't have. Is that right?
2: I did. Oh, it was you. Because it's one of those uh, bathing suit thongs, mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean, I wasn't going
1: to a public beach or anything. I was going to my grandparents' house. But it was oh, grandma's. You're fine.
2: <laughs> how you're did fine. how does
1: grandma feel about that?
2: Yeah, my grandma kept telling me, like, really. There's kids here. <laughs> okay,
1: so it's acceptable because Grandma's is a private property, but maybe just think about who's who's going to be there. Right. Grandma might have something to say yeah. about the G string. Unless she, time.
2: It's unless she's time. busting
1: out her own. Yeah. Like you get there and Grandma's flossing with the Daisy Dukes. Go, Grandma. I don't mind that at all.
2: Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah. On Windsor's new number one hit music station.
0: 93.9 Virgin Radio.
2: What is your personality?
0: <laughs>
2: did you see what I did there? <laughs> you might not have because I haven't explained it yet.
1: Yeah, personality. <laughs> yes, what Reader's
2: Digest says how you wear your purse says a lot about you. Really? I don't know the science behind this. In particular, I choose not to believe it because it makes me look bad. Uh-huh. But besties. Think about how you wear your purse. It's probably either on the crook of your elbow, hooked into your arm, or Mm. it could be across your body with a longer strap, or the last option is wearing your purse up on your shoulder and kind of tucked behind you. Those are the three ways. Oh, I'm
1: aware. I'm I'm a crossbody myself. You're a
2: crossbody satchel kind of guy? Yeah. Texas 1093.9. Are you a crook of the arm, crossbody, or shoulder behind you? First
1: of all, thank you for calling it a satchel. (laughs) I thought I would have to fight you on this. No. It's not a man purse. It's a satchel, all right?
2: You've got some Indiana Jones vibes. Thank you. It's the year of the satchel for you. (laughs) Thank you. So I wear my purse on the crook of my arm. You do? Like, hooked on the elbow.
1: Okay. Okay?
2: According to Reader's Digest, that means you're high maintenance. I mean. And I'm like, I mean, I choose not to believe this. It's probably true. Listen. It also says, like, you're kind of trying to flaunt your social status. However, I don't have any nice purses, so I don't think that that's the case. If you've got a Louis Vuitton that's real that's, like, 50 grand, maybe that's true. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, like, from winners, and it was max 40 bucks, so I don't think that it's a social status thing.
1: All right. Well, we got a text at 1093.9. They say they do the crossbody. What does that mean?
2: Crossbody. Number two, prioritizing protection and accessibility. Yeah. So that means prioritizing protection. Maybe that means you just watch a lot of serial killer shows <laughs> and you're like, I got to have my I crossbody think... bag in case something happens. Well, I'm going to. Yes, wh-.
1: exactly. Accessibility, <laughs> Accessibility, practicality. Yeah. Uh, the fact that with the crossbody, you have the most secure. Yeah. Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's why I think crossbody is the ultimate way. You can probably to rock r- it.
2: run from exactly. a serial killer to crossbody bag. You can. Bag.
1: All of this stuff. I wish I had it. I don't have my my man purse or satchel today. Yeah. But in there, I've got like a utility knife with all of the different, like, you know, screwdriver Drivers, all these okay, things.
2: Where are my crook of the arm people at? Like yeah. crook of the arm, it's the most basic way to wear a purse. You can't say I'm the only one That's doing
1: no, that. you're not. And I think it also depends on the situation. And like I don't wanna I don't wanna make sweeping generalizations about anyone right now. But you know I literally
2: what, said crossbody people watch serial killer <laughs> shows and true. have anxiety. But
1: the crook of the arm for me is the vibe of like when uh, ladies, when you get into the car and you are carrying somehow 8,000 things. Yeah. Like that's the vibe, right? Because you've got the purse on the crook of your arm. You've got like your, either your tumbler for like water or your tea thing or whatever. everyday You've got me. your phone. You've got like 800 million things. You're
2: describing my wake up routine. Yeah. And
1: I think that the, a lot of, a lot of uh, well, ladies in particular seem to do that.
2: It gives me Sharpay from High School Musical vibes. The crook of the arm. See, but you know I what? Don't that's know fine. what that means. What, so I'm what okay is? For-
1: other option that just the, the shoulder, last right?
2: option is on your shoulder kind of tucked behind you like you have it on your shoulder and you have right. it tucked behind you apparently that means you're calm cool and collective really yeah which huh. couldn't be me so no. that was never an option See,
1: i would have thought it just means you like the smell of your own pits ah! you got it like clamped in there real tight and as soon as you get it out you get to work you take it out and you're just yeah. <sighs> But that's not a thing people we do. We don't
2: kink shame here. No,
1: whatever. You like your thirst to smell like to pits? Boats.
0: That's cool. <laughs> I love it. Love the mornings. Anna and Johnny on, <laughs> on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station.
2: 93.9 Virgin Radio.
1: Honda, they released what they said are the 50 greatest driving songs of all time, and I fundamentally disagree with almost all of them. Like All wh- of
2: them?
1: What would you say is your is the best driving song? Again, you could text 10939, three nine. But what would it be for you?
2: Call me maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Call me maybe. That's the hill I'll die on. Is that's the best pop song of all time? Honestly,
1: that's a pretty good call. Like, they, even if you don't really like that song, you can go hard like singing along to that. It's a you know, bop. it is an absolute bop. So keep keep those coming text 1093-9. We'll try to go through some of these, but you know, it goes all the way back to the 70s. So, you, know, you have ones like Alice Cooper Schools Out. I think that's pretty awesome. Is so that obviously the school's got the Detroit out connection for there. Yeah. Great tune. That's fine. You know, Jackson 5, you would think, you know, one of their bigger ones. They said Dancing Machine by Jackson 5.
2: Oh, I was thinking eight.
1: Queen. You when you think of Queen, what would you think that driving song would be? Uh... For me, I imagine Wayne's World. Bohemian Rhapsody singing along headbanging they they go with Killer Queen it's so it's all over the place some of the later ones I do like this song I don't know if it's a driving bop though Raspberry Beret by Prince (laughs) like it's fun
2: these are all pretty obscure
1: right there is some newer ones on the list we have a
2: text Life is a Highway is that on the list I don't I
1: don't think it is I'm and you would think so, but no. According to Honda, that's not one of the biggest driving songs of all time. Do you know what is, though?
2: What?
1: Freaking Trouble by Coldplay? Oh. No way. <laughs> yes. Honda, what no are you doing? No way. Get your head out of your ass, ass and go on a real list? road trip.
2: This would be the most depressing. This would be what? a road trip off a cliff. That's <laughs> what that would be. This is so depressing. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Okay, what else do we have? This one's a little better, but still, who would choose this? Gnarled Barkley, Crazy?
2: Oh, I like this one. Good, great song. I'm here for this.
1: Yeah, you yeah, like that for I'm the road for trip this. song?
2: Definitely not the Coldplay. I just don't understand this that. This is a great driving song. Yeah,
1: it's I a like great this one. one. I like it. I think we got someone on the phone here. 519-792-6040. You got a, a song that you go to for driving every time? The Beach Boys' Kokomo. Ooh. And, oh, yeah. I don't know.
2: I just like it. Yeah. It's a great like, song.
1: Uh, Come on, pretty mm-hmm. woman, baby. Well, the words. Come on, pretty woman. Come <laughs> on, down pretty down to Aruba, Jamaica, Jamaica. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, that's a vibe for sure. Yeah, I
2: like it. Um, I what don't else? know.
1: I don't know. There, there's Wonder Wall by Oasis is on there. Interesting. Jamiroquai, Blow Your Mind. I Randy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine. Oh, that's a
2: good
1: one, yeah. Uh, J-Lo, Get Right.
2: Yes! Oh, my God, I love that song. The Way I Are,
1: like Timbaland and Carrie Hillson. Like, it gets it gets better. I think the more recent the songs get, the more they seem to make sense. What
2: about, like, the top five? Well,
1: they didn't even top five. They pretty much did oh, it by year. Elton John and Dua Lipa, Cold Heart is on here, like, Okay. Okay. Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake is one at the top. No. How is that? I like this one a lot, actually. Uh, One of the greatest driving songs according to this list. I mean, this is going to get you fired up for a roadie, right? Jump Around by House of Pain. Come on.
0: Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station.
2: 93.9 Virgin Radio. We have a text. It yeah. says, I'm driving on the 401 right now. This song is going to put me to sleep. LOL. <laughs> Definitely not a driving song. Sorry, Johnny. What? The Shade. Silk Sonic leave the door open? On the text line. Mm. Not for the 401. Yeah, I guess so. We have a text from Bailey too about uh, songs that are good to drive to. Summer by Calvin Harris, okay. Bailey says.
0: And I'm Met you in the summer. This is, well, do you know the
2: one that I think of in terms of driving songs with Calvin Harris is uh-huh. actually "Slide." It's
1: like one of my favorite songs. Because Frank Ocean is on. Uh,
2: Frankie, yeah. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. What are some other good driving songs? I'm good I'm roadies. I'm Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9,
0: Virgin Radio.
1: We are about to do something unprecedented on this radio station. We are delaying FYI in favor of driving songs by popular demand.
2: That was such a hype beginning, and it was just like, oh, the news needs to wait three minutes. It's not that big of a deal.
1: It's it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. We're
2: just getting so many texts about the best driving songs. Well, it's because Honda put out a bogus
1: list of the best driving songs of all time. They didn't have any of the greatest ones. Yeah. So we got a text at 1093.9 about Radar Love. Radar Love is absolutely a classic. Thing is... This person said it was by R.E.O.
2: Speedwagon. It's
1: not. Nah, man, that's a golden earring classic. Oh, but it's got the, the lyrics right at the beginning that let you know it's a driving song. This is that. That's a
2: pretty
1: good drive. Wait, he's about to say the words that will seal the deal. No, he's not. He's almost. Does there.
2: this pass your nighttime driving test? One million percent. This is like
1: what the test is based on. Radar love. I don't know if I'm familiar.
2: I've
0: been driving
2: all night, my hands wet on the wheel. Classic.
1: Got any other texts at 1093.99? Yeah, I don't
2: know this one, but we do have a text from Matt saying on his first Walkman, there was a a driving mix for summer Uh driving. One of them was this classic. Get out of my dreams and into my car.
1: so far outside of our musical zone for our station right now and I love well, every second for of it.
2: some reason all the good driving songs are from yeah. like the 70s 80s okay what about this one Quick, ready night, here I come. which one is this this is from like a chick flick in the early 2000s <laughs> it was a one hit wonder it was just it's a good driving song okay
1: you get it you're like conquer the world attitude you're not here I come world Like, it's giving the vibes of, like, you're moving out on your own for the first time. Yeah. Maybe driving to college or something.
2: Exactly. This is your Packing Your House Up compilation where you speed it up. All right. Uh, Bridget Mendler, ready or not, if anyone's wondering.
1: This, though, I think has to be the number one of all time. It's a nine-minute song, and I'm going to play it in its entirety. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Um, Leonard Skinner, Freebird. I've been seeing this go around TikTok. Yeah, what? No. You're driving? No driving every time this song comes on on the radio I'm in my car I speed limits don't exist anymore this is the thing once this part of the song hits it's like a slow burn and then it hits this part right here and then the whole world disappears and it's just you and the road and you're one I don't feel it The 401 and this comes on? No. You grow wings. You can fly.
2: Not for me. Come on. What was yours again? Done. Ready or not, (laughs) here I come. Like my handy, like my song. Money's ripping. Pedal the metal. Let's go. We got some text. Mine is get low. One text. One says Nicki Minaj super bass. That's a good one. Nicki Minaj is good driving music. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, it's Brianna who said Nicki Minaj. Brianna. Thanks, Bree.
1: Should we get on some Yeah, some can we Nicki stop Minaj? with the
2: Leonard Skinner thing? Never.
0: Never. Now,
2: here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning.
0: 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio.
2: There's a new vegan place opening in to And we've got the inside scoop, okay? So a friend of a friend is opening this place called Copper Branch. So Copper Branch is a franchise of a vegan place that has some locations already in Canada. Mm-hmm. And it's plant-based, non-GMO. It's a fast, casual restaurant for eating and takeout. And it's opening in about a month. So when we have more details, we will let you know cool. it's always good to have more vegan options out there even not being a vegan myself i will dabble in some vegan things and be like wow my body feels amazing
1: (laughs) that's it you know
2: and then afterwards you're like actually i love cheese but you know what it's the idea and even doing it every once in a while can help you know, what's the word? Lower your carbon footprint.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just as much as you can, you know, mm-hmm. going more towards a plant based. Like, I love me some meat. I grew up on farms, dairy farms, meat farms, you name it. But uh, but just you know,
2: eating less meat yeah, is really valuable. Yeah, I've got a really
1: lot of vegetarians and vegans in my family. And there's so many options where it's, you know, there there is no real difference in flavor and nutritional value. Like, it's great. great oh, yeah. Stuff, so. You just need
2: to know what you're doing with Excited. all the veggies and chickpeas and yeah. tofu and all that.
1: Don't not just boiling asparagus like my parents were like, here you go. Oh, there's your veggies. I'm like, I hate them. I hate you. Take oh my them gosh. away.
2: What was your go-to vegetable as a kid? Because my parents would boil lima beans from a frozen. Like from why? frozen, they would boil just <laughs> lima beans from like a frozen bag. And that would be our vegetable. Yeah. And I hated we're, lima beans. And I still do to this yeah. day. We're, hate we're lima beans. Sorry
1: to the parents of millennials and any other parents who who swear by the boiling frozen vegetables. But that was why? the 90s. Why? Those boiling
2: frozen
0: why vegetables. Do you do it? It's the worst way. Um, Hannah Witherby and Johnny Puck. On
2: 939 Virgin Radio. Add this one to our list of good songs to drive through. What are you doing? The crossover you never knew we needed. Ludacris. All I want for Christmas is two gold front teeth and 10 carat
0: diamonds on a fat gold wreath that I can wear around my neck. Get money and respect. you think he'll play this at Caesars in August?
2: If anyone goes to Ludacris at Caesars in August, will you request Ludacris and see what he says?
0: <laughs> that would be a lot of fun.
2: No negotiation. We want this one. Yeah. Honestly, it goes pretty hard. It goes pretty hard. It goes
1: very hard. Mm-hmm. Um. I also want to just call attention to, we can add this to the list of things that Hannah says seconds before we have to go on the air. We were literally about to go on. I'm like, okay, song's ending. Let's get ready. And it's just like, David Beckham is so hot. (laughs) And we're like, what? What was that? Oh, that's it. You
2: needed to know. That's all.
1: Appreciate you. You
2: needed to know. Appreciate you. David um, Beckham's very
1: attractive. <laughs> you know what else I'm coming to appreciate is the design studio, the IKEA design studio at Devonshire Mall. Yeah. Because it is a little bit smaller than the full fledged traditional IKEA,
2: it's more manageable. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's less of a target for heists because there is an IKEA heist that went down in Ontario the other day.
2: So are the meatballs safe?
1: I, well, we'll find out next, won't we? <laughs>
0: Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks.
2: And I'm on it. Wake up, wake up. Yeah!
1: 93.9.
0: Virgin Radio.
1: You can get some pretty good deals at Ikea, right? People like the uh, affordability of that place. But uh, when you're picking up $600 worth of stuff for $1.75, something is off.
2: Right.
1: It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So this
2: is about the heist. You said they they stole $600 worth of stuff?
1: Yeah. This went down at the Burlington Ikea. Halton Regional Police are investigating. They said a group of four. It was four individuals that entered the Ikea and loaded their cart with rugs, a set of duvet covers. Rugs are expensive. Right? And I guess some smaller items, too, that they were stuffing in there. They then paid a dollar. Seventy-six for these items, and I don't know if that they just scanned the smallest thing they could find. If it was a self-checkout situation, right?
2: Yeah, and then just
1: tried they're like walking out of it. One
2: salt shaker, please, <laughs> and then they just like leave with,
1: with a what looks loaded. like a receipt. But, then, but yeah, mm-hmm. have you ever seen anyone do that? Like at self-checkout, do you think that happens a lot where people are? undercharging themselves for things.
2: I don't know how much that happens at self-checkouts.
1: Like, you're telling me you never accidentally picked up a Honeycrisp apple and charged yourself accidentally for a a gala or a...
2: The thought of it makes me sick to my stomach because I, like even in junior high there were people i know who were you know stealing chocolate bars from the dollarama and i couldn't do it i couldn't bring myself to do it (laughs) they were 79 cents and i'm like i can't i feel sick i'm gonna throw up
1: the people at hershey are hardworking people and
2: it's so stupid but uh there was a friend i had who every time she went to bulk barn she would get protein powder vanilla protein powder in a bag and she would ring it up as flour yeah, And it was like way cheaper and it looks exactly the same. Like it's the same consistency when it's in the bag. So she right. would label it as flour uh-huh. and it's like a boatload of vanilla protein powder.
1: And then she actually hits the streets, flips it as a bag of Coke and makes a profit. <laughs> I hear you loud and Triple clear. Triple the profit. Um, but there was, there's clear as day surveillance photos of these people who did this, yeah. pulled the Ikea heist. Like they're going to find them. Um they also had a witness who got the license plate of the uh, SUV so it's BYBW and it's on a gray Toyota Venza and uh, in fact there's actually some video footage of them fleeing the IKEA as well <laughs>
2: Uh, no. without Jesus using substance. that fifty yeah. it's iconic
1: it definitely is don't let them get away with this guys <laughs> justice
2: right. justice for the meatballs what's
1: coming up on okay. the weather
2: report <laughs> did
1: you say justice for the meatballs and then start dying
2: what happened <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I just started choking
1: take a second <clears throat> take a drink of water or tea
2: I'm okay on the way an unwelcome update on Charlie Puth's sexual journey <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get into that Liam Payne says him and this One Direction member hated each other while they were in the band so much so that it almost came to blows. So we've got his oh his take on that and a sneak peek of Post Malone's new song oh. with Doja Cat. It sounds like Straight Fire. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 939 Virgin Radio. Hey
0: the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio.
2: Speaking of Charlie Puth, who just sang that song, there was, like I said, an unwelcome update in his sexual journey, Uh mainly because nobody asked. But he did go on an interview with Bustle on Tuesday, and he talked about how he lost his virginity. Oh, good. Which I'm sure you were very curious about, Johnny. So (laughs) if you were wondering, if Mm. you were up at night, Charlie Puth says that he actually had never had sex until he was 21 years old. All right. And he lost his V card after playing a small gig in Boston when he was 21. He said, this girl came up to me and she was like, can you sign my chest? And he said, I felt like a rock star. And then he never saw her again. All right. So he says she was lovely, but it makes me sad sometimes because I wish the older version of me was like, hey, you might want to make this, you know, a little more memorable, a little more special.
1: (laughs) Okay, But if
2: you were wondering... That's that's how Charlie, Charlie Puth, Puth lost, lost his, his V-Cat
1: in Baston. In
2: Baston! Okay,
1: there is a piece of information from that same thing that it disturbs me on so many levels okay. because I am the known non-fan of Maroon 5. Charlie Puth also oh, saw I, it.
2: Oh, I wasn't going to... Okay, you, you can saw say it that.
1: fit. I'm just going to word it very carefully.
2: Okay.
1: His first solo moment of intimacy.
2: His first solo moment of intimacy. Yes. I know the, what you're saying.
1: The song that was on while it happened was Maroon 5's hit song from 2002... This love.
2: <laughs> how, okay. How the- <laughs> so again, nobody asked, but thank Why you, did Charlie. Why tell Puth. us this? I, I don't. Why
1: he said now I'm good friends with Adam Levine, and uh, he told him, and Adam Levine said, "That's really weird, man. Don't tell yeah. me that." which See, is all of us. It's,
2: it's so interesting because Johnny hates Adam Levine. I'm fine. This is the one time you're him. on Adam Levine's page where you're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what, Adam Levine? You're right. That is really weird, yeah, man.
1: Charlie Booth should have kept all of this to kept himself. All
2: of it. Nobody's asking, thank you. but thank you for telling uh-huh. us. It's a. Is it a TMI moment? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, no. now that uh, I have read that, you can't unread that no. either. Liam Payne. He did an interview with Logan Paul's podcast, The Impulsive Podcast, and he said that him and Louie, in one direction, hated each other so much so that it almost came to blows. Oh, no. And so he was on The Impulsive Podcast for about an hour, and people said Harry Styles has been, like, kind of dodging questions about One Direction, trying to preserve everyone's fantasy for years. And then Liam ruined it in an hour-long podcast rip. So here's him talking about him and Louie not getting along.
1: Mm. It was, like I say, I wasn't used to, like, rowdy guys and whatever else. And, like, it, Were the boys rowdy? Yeah, in particular, a couple of them, yeah. Which ones? Like, Louie was wild. Louie was wild. And he wanted to be wild. And he's, that's his spirit. And also, he's my best mate now. But in the band, we hated each other like to come to blows hate each other like mm.
2: and Louis is my favorite member yeah. of One Direction everyone has a favorite everyone has a favorite member of One Direction I know they're not together anymore and Liam threw shade at Zayn as well because uh, you know Zayn and Gigi Hadid were together right? and then Zayn uh, almost got charged for assaulting Gigi Hadid's mom he actually pled no contest to uh, harassing her. And so um, Liam was on the podcast and Liam was talking about how Zayn was a respectful king because that's what Gigi okay. said in the tweet. And then Liam said, that didn't age well. No. So he was just being super shady and everybody wants this idea of One Direction in their head to be they were all best lads and they <laughs> got along and they just joked and made music. But not, not so much. It's not not actually the case. I think
1: in almost any band, you're going to have certain members butting heads. That always happens. But
2: why do you have to talk? Like, Harry Styles has not said it war. Like, he doesn't He's talk
1: about it. He's too busy thriving. It. Sliving, yeah. as uh, Paris Hilton might say. Sliving.
2: Yeah, Liam Payne not sliving right now. No, not right so now. much. And then, last but not least, I did want to touch on this because it sounds so good. Um, if you missed it, the track list came out for Pulse Malone's new album, 12 right. Carat Toothache. It's coming out on Thursday night at midnight. And he actually released a sneak peek of one of the songs. Woo-hoo. This is the song with Doja Cat called "I Like You" Fine. and it sounds like hot fire. He's just drinking a beer in the background of this. Yeah, classic post Malone fashion. And here's the Doja Cat coming up. It sound so good? It fun. Oh my gosh. So That's when all is that we coming got. out? That's coming out on June 3rd. The whole album is dropping on June 3rd. He also has songs on there with The Weeknd, with The Kid Leroy, and Gunna, and so much more.
1: Nice. So we'll probably be listening to that on Bop or Flop on Friday. That's I right. I am so excited about that. I think I need some alone time with Maroon 5 here. Sorry. Don't
2: think about Charlie
0: (laughs) Poop right now, okay? It's all I can think about. Hannah
2: and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio.
1: When you were a kid, didn't you have visions of getting a metal detector and just combing the beach and finding some buried treasure?
2: I always wanted to find a message in a bottle. Right? From a long time ago. That would be so cool. From like a sunken ship.
1: And instead, all we get is rotting dead fish. That's great. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you ever come across something cool or interesting washed up on the beach?
2: Okay, only mermaid tears.
1: What do you mean mermaid tears? You keep saying this.
2: So that might be an East Coast thing, but it's just broken glass that has been, like, Uh, worn away by the ocean for so long. So there are little bits of green and blue glass that will wash up on the beaches, Mm -hmm. and they're called mermaid tears. I see. And you can, like... Collect them. And so blue and green are the most common colors of mermaid tears because back in the day, that's like what most glass was made out of. But there is the infamous red mermaid tears that are very, very, very rare.
1: Oh, yeah. From
2: red glass. And they look great on a mantle, let me just tell you.
1: All right. That's pretty cool. Did you ever
2: collect sand dollars as a kid? We did sand dollars.
1: Again, you're talking talking ocean here. Do we get sand dollars in the mighty Lake St. Clair? I I don't don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't seen any. Actually, speaking of the kind of that glass... Thing there at Sprucewood Shores, I mm-hmm. feel like they had an event around Mother's Day where part of it was going to the beach there because they have the beach at the back of that uh, winery, and you would collect you know that kind of glass and everything, and then make crafts with it. It was yeah. this whole event. It's exactly it's like kind of cool.
2: Beach glass is another name for mermaid. Type. Yeah, it's just a fancier, more. uh more dramatic way. Mm-hmm. Never heard of
1: it? Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you some of the craziest things I've seen on the beach, and this is just a short list, but uh, one time after a storm, because that's the best time to go to the beach looking for treasure, mm-hmm. it, I found a hat, a ball cap that says, women want me, fish fear me. <laughs> and and it, How
2: did you not keep How are you not wearing that wanna, right I don't, now? I don't,
1: don't want to bring home a lake hat, mostly because my fiance wouldn't let me. Uh, <laughs> no, also, I once found a wooden cutout of a coyote on uh, on Sandpoint Beach after a storm.
2: Oh my gosh, I know exactly where that's from. Yeah. There's a house and I God, I it could be potentially the Zeckelman's, I'm not sure, but they had a fake wolf cutout, uh-huh. and they had it there to, like, scare um, animals away. Yeah,
1: there's a and, few different places that have those. It, it's just literally like a silhouette cutout. Yeah,
2: you can, like, paddle by, and I thought it was real. This one was painted. <laughs> I don't know if it's still there, this but was if, painted you, black. if you rent a kayak from Urban Surf Co. and you paddle out towards the lake, mm-hmm. there's a house there right on that corner, and it has a wolf cutout, and it's so well, realistic.
1: It probably ended up at Sandpoint Beach that one that time. That is yeah. so funny. Let's see what we got on the phone here. 519-792-6040. You found something interesting on the beach? What's up? We found a diaper one time that was all sealed up, Oh, but it didn't look dirty or wet or whatever, and uh-huh. it was really kind of odd. And when we opened it up, it had a wallet in there. It had money in there. It had <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And it looked like all of their their valuables were in a quote dirty diaper, but it wasn't a dirty diaper. <laughs> and because they had their wallet and they had their ID in there, um, we were able to contact them and give them back their. Stuff. Oh, nice! That's good. Treasure diaper. So what? Like I've heard of this before. You heard people, of this? Before? Of people putting their valuables in diapers. Like, what is the reason? Oh, oh, so that people wouldn't steal it. Because I mean, you could leave like a, a wrapped up diaper on the beach. We uh, we. We do that a lot. We wrap, we wrap our valuables in a, in a clean diaper. Uh-huh. But who's going to take a diaper? Yeah.
2: Who's going to steal a diaper that looks like it's been used?
1: That's actually a really right. good point. Unless
2: you're picking up trash, you're like, who left this here?
1: Yeah. Even still, you're not gonna. You're probably not eager to open it up, and look inside, right? Yeah. That's the same. If you are that person, who's like, ooh. Diaper on the beach, better look inside. Same vibe as the first person who milked a cow, as far as I'm concerned. Like why are you doing that? Yeah, it takes a special doing. kind of bravery, but uh
2: good for you, but we have some questions.
0: <laughs> What's going on everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 939 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.